0: chaos ball is alive and well folks and a big time comeback win against the astros means it's time for an emergency episode of the locked on mariners podcast colby hit it you are locked on mariners your daily seattle mariners podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Ahoy, sailors. It is Saturday, May 6, 2023. This is Tiding Gonzalez and Colby Padnode for the Locked On Mariners podcast brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MLB today to get 10% off your first month. Thank you so much for making us your first listen after the game. Subscribe, like, and turn on alerts if you're watching on YouTube, or subscribe and leave a five-star review on your preferred podcast platform if you like what you hear. And if you're part of the crew and rock with us every single day, let us know in the comments below. And if you want to hear from us even more, please consider signing up for our Patreon by scanning the QR code right above my head. The link as well as our social accounts is also in the description of this episode. And this episode, I didn't think we were gonna be doing about mm, not even an hour ago, but here we are. It's almost one in the morning here at local time for me. Uh our lighting is bad, but who cares? The Mariners just got a big win and we want to talk about it with you guys. <sighs> wow. Uh what just happened? <laughs> I, I think that's the first question to ask uh, the second question to ask of course naturally is how does this affect LeBron's legacy uh, no but uh, <laughs> the Mariners were staring down a series loss to the Astros 15 and 18 with four outs to go by the time that they I mean they get to the bottom of the eighth they record two quick outs it seems like it's, it's over man they didn't have as much of a whimper of offense tonight. Really, they got one legitimate, like real legitimate threat going against JP France in the first inning, bases loaded, one out. And of course, if you've been watching this team for the last six-ish weeks, you can fill in the rest. But you give the Mariners bases loaded one out, they do nothing with it. You give them bases empty, two outs, and you, I mean that that's the secret piece recipe I guess piece of cake yeah, obviously let's let's go through this so we get to the bottom of the 8th like i mentioned two quick outs Ty France grounds out Jared Kelnick strikes out against Rafael Montero former Mariners reliever and then Eugenio Suarez walks all right eh, probably going to be a ground out or something like that coming up next but no Cal Raleigh infield single huh The Babbitt gods might be smiling upon the Seattle Mariners. Could it be? No. But alas, Teoscar Hernandez reaches on an infield single. And we're cooking with gas, baby. J.P. Crawford steps in the batter's box, and what does J.P. Crawford do? We get a 3-1 count, just like J.P. Crawford always does. And then, of course, the P stands for power, and for the second night in a row, the Mariners get a game-tying, bases-clearing, double and it's suddenly three to three now we'll talk about colton wong who had the other game time basis clearing double a little bit later on um he unfortunately was not able to finish this game but that did however open the door for one jose caballero who just seems to do something every time he gets in a game for his biggest moment in a mariners uniform a two-run RBI double to take the lead to complete the comeback. And then the Mariners get some much-needed insurance from Julio Rodriguez, who was having yet another rough night before his final at-bat of this game. And hopefully that gets the monkey off his back. And then Jared Kelnick with an RBI single as well to make things 7-3. to And the Mariners needed that because it got kind of interesting in the top of the ninth for Paul Seawald. But he was able to close the door, and the mirrors when seven to five. Colby, I've been talking for almost five minutes of this episode. I, I apologize, my friend, but I'm very, very excited about this win, and I know you are as well. How are you feeling right now?
1: Feels good. It feels good to take on a fan base that has just a massive inferiority complex, who constantly acts like victims because they got caught cheating. And oh, that's not fair. We got caught. We didn't do anything wrong. We just got caught. That's not fair. Everybody else does it. You got caught. You didn't apologize for it. And nothing bad happened to you. And somehow you still need this, like you had still have this superiority complex, like your God's gift to baseball. Well, guess what? You lost. You blew it. You were up three to nothing. You needed four outs. You had everybody in your bullpen available. And you couldn't get it done against the bottom of the mariner's lineup the bottom of this offense you could not get it done congratulations you blew it you suck you're losers because you know what you have a problem right now in houston and that problem is the seattle mariners this team is younger than you they are better than you they are faster than you they have better pitching they have more power they're better than you and for the last year the last calendar year they have been nipping at your heels the entire year and you're scared and you're nervous and you're worried that the free ride is about to be over. And let me save you some time down in the comments because I know you're watching this. Because there's one thing I know about Astro fans is that they're so not worried about the Mariners that they watch our show on nights like tonight to leave comments down below. Please do. Appreciate it. Helps the algorithm very much. Bottom line is your time's done. You're over. You're yesterday's news. The Seattle Mariners are coming for you. They're right there with you every step of the way. And by the way, now you have to deal with Texas. Now you have to deal with the Angels. Nobody's afraid of you anymore, Houston. You're a shell of your former self. Congratulations on winning the World Series last year because it's the last one you're ever going to win. You're done. You're toast. Your octogenarian manager is a bum. He's a loser. He cosplays as a baseball player. Look at me. We're batting gloves in the dugout. Grow up, old man.
0: They're they're not even batting gloves. They're like surgical gloves. The
1: love that the Major League Baseball has given Dusty Baker makes me sick. He sucks. He's a bad manager. You know what? And he managed a bad bullpen tonight. Sorry, sucks to suck. You couldn't get out J.P. Crawford and Jose Caballero? Those guys beat you? That's a bummer. Hey, by the way, complain more about that strike to Taylor Trammell that was called a ball. Boy, when does that ever happen against the Mariners? I don't know. Try last night. You're pathetic. You want to be tough guys. You're a loser. I'll say it right now. Astros fans in the comments right now, you're losers. You know how I know that? I just checked the scoreboard. You lost. You were up three to nothing. You had four outs to get. How many did you get? You got one. After you gave up seven to the Mariners. Steam hasn't hit in two weeks. And you had your two best setup guys out there. You couldn't get one out. Not one. Against J.P. Crawford and Jose Caballero. Yeah, I'm shaking in my boots about the Houston Astros that night. Oh, Lord. How can we overtake the mighty Houston Astros by just playing as well as we can? Seattle Mariners are a better team than the Houston Astros. You could put that down right now. All they have to do is play like it. Talent-wise, the Mariners have more talent. I'll say it. They're deeper. They're better run, both at the front office and the managerial level. Your time's over. You're done. Congratulations on the two World Series. You're going to need to hold on to those forever because, like I said, You're not winning another one for a long time. So it's cameras for you. Lights, curtain, lights, camera, action. Dude, you couldn't get Ty France out tonight. Ty France is hitting like 070 in the last three weeks. Couldn't get that dude out. But hey, Mm. you know what? Congratulations. You have Jeremy Pena and his 280 on base percentage. Woo. That's the Mm. star you guys throw up against Julio. Okay, cool. Cool. Enjoy the comment section tonight, guys. It's going to be fun. And just know, just know. That you guys just typing away in the comments, look at this idiot, look at this fake tough guy. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Because you know what? Right here, that's rent-free. Cost me nothing for this show to live in your guys' head. Absolutely nothing. Cost absolutely nothing for the Mariners to just scare the living you know what out of you. So much so that your pathetic little social media intern. Think see us rise or whatever is a funny thing to tweet or see you later is a funny thing to tweet. You know what? You blew it. You blew it.
0: You blew it. You blew it.
1: There you go. And we'll see you tomorrow. We're going to take the season. We're going to take the series win tomorrow. I don't know what to tell you. It's over. Your free ride is over. Nobody fears you anymore. You're just like Mm. everybody else. You're mortal. You're not that good of a ball club. I don't care what happens when Chaz McCormick comes back. I don't care what happens when Michael Brantley comes back. You're done. Congratulations. You blew it.
0: You blew it. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) We don't think about you at all, anyway. A lot Uh, less than
1: they think about us. That's for sure.
0: Colby after dark, bringing the heat. All right. Just imagine
1: if I was uncensored. Hmm.
0: That's why you scan the QR code that's right above (laughs) my head, baby. That's why you do that. All right. Uh, well, so we need to transition here, but I, I do want to talk more about just, uh, you know, how close these two teams are and how, you know, hopefully this is an indication of of a shift uh, that I think has been, you know, it's a, it's a long time coming. Uh, but real quick, before we get into that, a reminder, this episode of Lockdown Mariners is brought to you by Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app. It finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, and chances are you're one of them. Rocket Money will quickly and easily find your subscriptions for you, and for any you don't want to pay for anymore, just hit cancel, and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. It's that easy. Rocket Money also helps you manage all your finances in one place and automatically categorize your expenses so you can easily track your budget in real time and also get alerted if anything looks off. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. So stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash MLB. That's rocketmoney.com slash MLB. Colby, do you need me to say it one more time?
1: I think so, yeah.
0: Rocketmoney.com slash MLB. Oh, okay, got it. You gotta know. All right, mm-hmm. cool. Not, not spaceship cash. Rocketmoney dot com. And you're listening to the locked on Mariners postgame show. Thank you so much for making us your first listen after the Mariners come from behind seven to five win over the Houston Astros tonight. Colby having some choice words for the Houston Astros organization and their fan base. What's the worst that's, that's gonna happen? Certainly to making I, a,
1: they're gonna yell at me online. Oh no. Heaven well, I was—I was about
0: to say. I was about to say they are probably making up about seventy percent of the comments right now below our face. Gee, it's almost like depending on when you're listening to this, watching this,
1: it's almost like somebody set that up. Mm. A trap may have been laid.
0: Money maker, Colby Patton. Ed. So, <laughs> uh, to me, this. Game and the, in this series in general has been reflective of just what, where this matchup is now between these two teams and that it feels like the Mariners are just so close. It was like this in the ALDS where it felt like they really outplayed them for a majority of that series. But when it mattered, when one of these teams needed the big moment, it always fell in the direction of Houston. They would always come through with a big hit, a big home run. Big call would go their way, etc. cetera, like last night, right? And tonight, that shifted. The Mariners were the one that had the big moment that were able to take advantage of the last opportunity that was there to steal this game. And the Astros have done that time and time and time again against the Mariners, especially as of late, where they've been able to steal games like this. And, you know, the Mariners have had a couple of those moments against this team, like the Dylan Moore game, et cetera. But this is a this is a win that the Mariners desperately needed just in terms of morale, just in terms of like, hey, you do belong. You do, you know, you are capable of going toe-to-toe with this team and, and taking them on and, and being able to overcome this juggernaut of a, a what's been a juggernaut of a franchise. And... Yeah, you know, obviously both of these teams are not really in the place that they want to be at right now. If the Mariners win tomorrow, both of these teams are squarely at 500. They're both at 17 and 17. And, you know, it's early, but that's certainly not where the Mariners want to be, nor the Astros. Andrews aside, all that.
1: Whatever, yeah.
0: But these are the two teams that I still believe are going to be there at the end of the day in the AOS. Yeah. And... You know right now you're just kind of feeling each other out you're sizing one another up but i think it's in terms of just like because again you're staring 15 and 18 down the barrel with four outs to go in this game and it just seems like all hope is lost that you're going to lose the series that it just and you weren't really competitive at all tonight at least on the offensive end shout out to the bullpen shout out to, to marco gonzalez for keeping it three runs etc but from an offensive standpoint you just didn't look competitive at all and this was on a night where they had a guy a 28 year old making his major league debut and he doesn't have overwhelming stuff and you just couldn't do anything against him and you i'm tough for the mariner's offense but
1: it's <laughs> pretty good stuff it was That's pretty good was, stuff awful command
0: yeah yeah he's like like they we had mentioned yesterday that they just like we mentioned yesterday, he's a high strikeout, high walk guy. That's what he's been in the minor leagues. Um, yeah. So you know, it just it just felt like this was going to not necessarily kill you, but it was going to hurt. This was going to sting if you were if you lost this one, and, and if you did it, in, you know, if you got your ass kicked, and it was just three nothing or whatever it was, right? So to make this comeback huge, and again, this is another comeback win for the Mariners and what the last six seven days right I think they've had three
1: or four in the last six games yeah
0: yeah chaos ball is back that's what it seems like to me i mean it seems like it is back and alive and well and uh that's a good thing right because i mean obviously you can't live on that i mean the Mariners have lived on that for the last two years but in theory you you can't live on that we keep on saying that but yeah, here we are here we are and it just it, it feels like we're starting to see this team really turn the corner in terms of the vibes the overall vibes around the team it just feels more like it has the last couple of years because frankly over the last few weeks it just it, it felt like something was missing from this team like the magic just wasn't there and tonight and like in Toronto last week it it feels like that magic is coming back a little bit
1: yeah um certainly the team is is playing a little bit better um it's easy to write off wins against oakland saying they don't matter they're not a real team blah 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 texas has played oakland a ton houston's played oakland los angeles has played oakland everybody's playing oakland right so that doesn't really matter as long as you win those games it doesn't matter how you do it or in which way you do it you just win just beat beat the bad teams and the mariners did that down in oakland they had a huge comeback win on sunday a couple of their wins uh, were comeback variety in, in Oakland, which, again, not ideal, but who cares? They're wins. That's all that matters. And now they get the big one today. They almost set up another come-from-behind victory yesterday, which we'll never know if it would have gone their way if the umpire made the call correct um in, in the top of the ninth. Still had two more outs to get. You know, certainly wasn't a, a for-sure thing that the Mariners had victory stolen from them last night, but they they had a couple opportunities even after that to, to go out there and win that game, and they kind of blew it, so... Uh, yeah, the nice thing about winning tonight's game, in all seriousness, is that it sets you up for tomorrow. Tomorrow's a winnable game. Of course it is. But if you lose, if Miller doesn't have it, if Brash blows it, or you just don't hit or whatever, this isn't a disastrous result, right? You fall in one game back from where you were when you started the series. Your offense is starting to show signs of life. You look at the last few games, and sure, they're, showing, they're scoring a lot in one run. They're scoring a lot of their runs in, in one breakout inning every game who cares as long as they score them. Right. It doesn't right, matter if they right. score six in the 10th, as long as they score, get to the 10th and score six. So when you kind of start looking at the run total since the Sunday game in Toronto, 10, four, five, seven, you're seeing a lot of, you know, four five or more, uh, run games. And, and, the Mariners are still going to win a high majority of those. So, you know, you have a shot tomorrow to go out, take a series again. It doesn't like exalt you from your playoff sweep last year. Not, not even close. Right. Uh, But no, no, no. But in terms of setting a tone, getting back to 500, you have the Rangers coming into town after that, uh, who are currently, I believe still in first place uh, after tonight, who cares? Uh, But you're going to get to see the new look, Texas Rangers for, for three, at your home before you go out on the road and, and you have a, a a schedule that's starting to break a little bit easier for you. The mayor's have faced some tough pitching staffs staffs early. Um and their schedule overall strength has been it's been a little bit difficult. So it's starting to swing the other way, but thankfully the team is starting to play better anyways. And when you look at guys like Ty France, who's I think had on a four-game hitting streak now, three-game hitting streak now, today he had three hits. None of them particularly hard hit, but whatever you'll take it. It doesn't matter. Colton Wong was starting to turn things around. Unfortunately, you know he had to leave today's game, uh, but he is start. He's made mechanical changes yet again, and they seem to be paying off over the last seven to ten days. Oscar Oscar's hitting the ball harder right now. Still some bad at bats. Still some you know dumb uh, base running decisions from Teo, but uh, he's starting to hit the ball a little bit better. Julio again the big hit tonight, and then he also had a 115 mile an hour line drive that was caught. Hit right at a guy. Jared Kelnick was robbed of another hit tonight by Bregman. Um, it just kind of looks like the offense is slowly but surely starting to pull themselves out of that funk, and we'll see. You know, momentum is only as good as the next day's starting pitcher, so we'll see what Bryce Miller has tomorrow. But uh, yeah, it's it, it's a little bit easier to turn around and play. You know, in in 12 hours, 14 hours, or whatever, when you're coming off of a big win like this, and if you're coming off of a loss. So in that in that you know in that instance in this instance, it is a big one. Even though it is just mm-hmm. May 6th.
0: Yeah, to me also, if you end up losing the you know, two out of three in this series, I would much rather that you had won this game than lose this game and then win tomorrow. I just feel like from a vibes perspective, it feels like considering the way that this game flowed, that you just you needed this. And obviously, hindsight is twenty twenty because now you know we have the privilege of knowing what it feels like to to come back and win this game. But it it just it feels like this is a really important moment in this season. Uh, It feels like it's it's a pivotal uh, turn uh, for this team in terms of just the overall morale kind of around the club right now. Yeah,
1: you got to start turning it around in the month of May. You don't have to be you know insane. You don't have to be. 19 and six in the month of May, but you have to start turning this thing around. You can't go into June, you know, in the same or a similar spot to where you were last June. You're just not going to have that kind of turnaround every single year. So May is a very important month. So every win you can stack in the month of May is going to help the morale. It's going to help this team uh, just kind of, you know, stack wins and that's all you're looking for right now. You want to stack wins. You want to avoid the, the huge disastrous six game losing streak that just will make you feel like you're just clawing your way up from that the entire year. So may's a big yeah. month for the mariners every game in may matters um not as much as you know as they do in september or july even but you want to have right. a good month after you kind of had a disappointing april
0: right all right for uh for any folks watching on youtube right now if you see me fidgeting around it's because i got quickly set up and i have trapped myself <laughs> under cords so time my moves. cord is yeah, my mic cord is like strapping me in right now. So I was trying to see if I could adjust out of it. Nope, nope. So we're going to just uh try to vibe out here for the next 8 minutes and hopefully stream <laughs> throw, the stream uh, the recording does not die. Throw to segment 3 if you're quick. Watching, if you're if you're watching this, it means it didn't happen. So, hey. All right. I want to talk about 110. I want to talk about Colton Wong, unfortunately. That sucks. Uh in just a moment, but real quick, a reminder this episode of Locked On Mariners is brought to you by BetterHelp. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk through things. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. Therapy can be helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It can empower you to be the best version of yourself. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And if you don't feel that your match is suitable for you, then no worries. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnMLB today to get 10% off your first month. That's better slash help, locked on MLB. And you're listening to the locked on Mariners post game show after a big seven to five come from behind victory for the Mariners over the Houston Astros at T Mobile Park tonight. Big, big, big win, as we've talked about here over the first couple of segments of this show. Before we get out of here, let's talk about. One ten. I mentioned that the bullpen was, I mean, outside of the little hiccup there from Paul Seawald in the ninth, it's great tonight. Uh and one ten was a big part of that making his major league debut. And he goes one, two, three. So this was our first time getting eyes on one ten. I don't know how much one ten you've been watching down in the minor leagues. <laughs> so but what was your first impression of the major league version of Juan 10?
1: Sure. First of all, shame on you for not saying he went one, two three on 10 pitches. But it was right there. Man, it was it's right almost there.
0: 130. It's almost 130 here.
1: <laughs> just saying it was right there. 10 pitches. And and,
0: and, le- and let's just say for, for some of our listeners who have been around for a while, uh, I'm feeling like game one wildcard tie right now.
1: A lot, so. lot of stuff going on in that brain of his. Uh-oh, glitch. Yeah. Ooh.
0: Are we good? Are we good? We're, good. we're still, still, we're still alive? alive. We're still right. alive. But, yeah, you glitched we're
1: pretty hard there.
0: Just like the Mariners with two outs in the bottom there of the eighth, go. baby. Right. That's
1: right. Uh, so, yeah, 110. Uh, pretty interesting. There's a lot of deception. Uh, he kind of does this weird thing with his right shoulder. He kind of cocks it down and kind of whips the ball out. Uh, it's a really interesting delivery that will cause some some bad swings. Um, you know, from from opposing hitters. But, yeah, it's pretty much what I expected. It's 93 to 96 with the sinker and then a pretty decent slider. Uh, it's really going to be all about command with him. The stuff is, is plenty good to be a middle reliever uh, at this stage of his career. He does have deception, which should also help the stuff play up a little bit. But can he stay out of the middle of the plate? The stuff is not good enough to live in the middle of the plate. He has to be on the corners, um, and he has to be pretty sharp. He can't fall behind either. So looks like a middle guy to me, a middle reliever. Um, which, you know, the Mariners just so happen to need right now. So it works out pretty well. Uh, but he does look like a guy who can get big league hit- hitters out. I wouldn't really trust him in any high leverage spots right now. Um, and that's a few, you know, 10, 15 outings away. But uh, certainly against right handed hitters in particular, he looks like he's going to cause some issues with the angle, with the deception, um, and with some pretty good stuff. Like it's, it's not great stuff. Right. It's not Matt Brash. It's not, um, you know, it's to me, it's. It's it's different stuff, but it's kind of somewhat similar to Matt Festa, and just like it's not overwhelming. But if he's on the corners, he can get some strikeouts, he can get some ground balls, and he can get some outs at the major league level. So overall, it was a pretty good outing, I would say, for for one th- ten.
0: So in order for ten to be called up, the Mariners uh, placed Pen Murphy on the injured list, and uh, he was the guy that was getting the MRI uh, on, uh, yeah. or back in Oakland that we were talking about on yesterday's show. And uh, I actually did. I, I was told that it was Penn yesterday, but I was told not to say anything about it. So yep. kept that on the down low. And I know it's easy for me to say that at this point, but I, I did. And it's uh, it sucks, man, because uh, Penn's been having a really solid year. And, um, you know, but I, I can't say that I'm all too surprised considering how much they've used him especially like early on in the season that arm was getting a lot of innings put on it. Um and that that kind of evened out a little bit there over you know as we got deeper into the season but uh yeah hoping for a speedy recovery from Penn Murphy because yeah. this bullpen is better with him in it.
1: Yeah, I'd also like to say that this is why carrying Chris Flexen really doesn't make any sense right now because you're mm. losing yourself an actual major league reliever by having him in the bullpen a guy who you will never use in high leverage situations or even medium leverage situations. He's there just there to mop up when you have, when you're playing with one man down in the bullpen, everybody else has to pick up the slack in those high leverage spots, which means you're going to see more Penn Murphy, which means you're going to use, you know, Matt Brash and, and uh, Paul Seawald and, and Spire and Topa and, and got, and they've all held up pretty well. The bullpen has done a phenomenal job in the first month and change here of the season. But, you got to get him help. You have to DFA Chris and He's not valuable to you right now. Maybe they wait until Munoz comes back, which could be in a week to 10 days, give or take. Um, but obviously with with Diego Castillo's struggles and with Matt uh, Festa's struggles and with Chris Flexen sitting in your bullpen for a good chunk of the season so far, that's a lot of pressure that you put on different guys to hold those middle innings, and you're, you're using them a lot. So you are going to have to manage that a little bit better and hopefully like you said hopefully Penn is is okay he's a really solid middle mm-hmm. guy he's a guy that you trust in the sixth seventh inning um in a lot of different situations so hopefully he's okay hopefully he gets back uh but part of that overuse is because you know castillo really struggled and Festa really struggled and Flexen is just not a guy they trust using those leverage spots so it's a bit of a bummer but i think they can rectify that pretty quick if they just you know swallow the money
0: so um just piecing together the information that was floating around yesterday and then what i was told uh, yesterday when i learned that it was penn murphy um it seems like this is not something to be too concerned about because there was a chance that he wasn't going to land on the il to begin with um, and that was why they had 110 on the taxi squad yesterday they were just kind of waiting and seeing um, and m- hopefully Maybe this is just cope, but hopefully, w- what ultimately led them to this decision is that, hey, he's going to be down for a few days anyway, and he hasn't pitched in a couple days. Like we can re- retroact. I-, I actually didn't see the official announcement. Was it retroactive to the last day that he pitched? I didn't. I didn't notice. Okay, so this been
1: floating around for the last day or so. And by the way, some people and one person in particular owes a big apology to Joe Doyle who. Uh, broke this news yesterday and because it was delayed by a day uh this particular person thought that joe was making things up
0: Uh and
1: seemed to imply that joe does this a lot and let me tell you guys something when joe doyle says something's gonna happen you could take it to the bank he's well connected in the game and much more connected than this buffoon so and by the way somebody already asked him if he was going to apologize he said no because he was still wrong because it didn't happen yesterday it happened today so gotcha
0: gotcha yeah That person will
1: show a big apology. And uh, congrats to Joe for breaking the second bit of Mariners news in the last week.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Congrats to Joe. Joe's killing it right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so I'm looking at the official announcement. Uh, It was retroactive to May 4th. But again, this is right. Well, actually, I I don't think I even mentioned it. But it is right elbow inflammation. So Anytime Uh, elbow, shoulder.
1: I just kind of assume the worst.
0: So. yeah so um yeah so maybe something has changed in their discoveries uh, over the last 24 or so hours but the last time i had heard anything it was we think he's going to be down for a few days and uh at, at minimum even if he doesn't get placed on the il so maybe maybe again maybe this is just cope but maybe this is just a matter of hey we're not going to be using that roster spot anyway let's just get 110 right. up here see what he's got In the meantime, wall pin rests up. So,
1: right. There's no reason to push him right now. Your bullpen's in okay shape.
0: Uh, So, speaking about uh, injuries, uh, Colton Wong, uh, as I mentioned earlier on in the show, the reason that Jose Caballero was able to hit that go ahead two run double uh, in the bottom of the eighth is uh, because Wong um, suffered what looked to be a hand injury, a right uh, or a left hand injury. They have uh, updated that, by the way. Okay, yeah. We did get word
1: from Scott. Uh, Wong rolled his left wrist on the dive. Uh, They did x-rays. They came back negative. For now, he's being listed as day-to-day. Obviously, we won't see him tomorrow, uh, which means we'll see Caballero, I would imagine. Um, Yay. So hopefully Colton is, is okay and he can get back. Wrist injuries are always a little bit of an issue for hitters. Um, and this one in particular is a bit of a bummer because Colton Wong, as much as people wanted to pretend it wasn't happening, was really starting to turn things around. And he's been one of the Mariners' best hitters over the last 7 to 10 days. So right. um, hopefully it's not too long here. You don't want him to lose the momentum. He was finding a lot of success eliminating the the lay kick. He was just toe-tapping, and uh, it was leading to you know more contact and, and better swings. And uh, he was starting to turn things around. So hopefully, again, this is just a short-term thing. Even if you don't love Colton Wong, you can't honestly sit here and say that you want jose Caballero to be your everyday second baseman for the next 130 days uh because you know sam haggerty exists and we saw how that went yeah, that's right. Still taking shots at Sam. That's wow. right.
0: Wow, wow. My range Sam, is just unlimited. Sam Haggerty catching strays on this overall positive episode of Locked On Mariners, <laughs> yeah. but Colby just had to drag it down sure. just a little bit. Sure. By the way, the Colby well, curse, man. That's a or Colby Jinx. Col, Colby it's curse r- rolls off the tongue a lot better than Colby Jinx. Alliteration's though. always nice. Yeah. So, the Colby curse. You you went on the Locked On Mariners Twitter account and you were like. Game over after what the seventh inning, sixth inning. Yeah. Yeah. Just the and, seventh inning before. Yeah, you're like on first and second, game. nobody like, that's game. See you tomorrow. Yeah. And what what did the Mariners do immediately after that tweet? <laughs> Thankfully it's impeccable. I, it's impeccable It is,
1: man. Thankfully I logged back in. Uh I believe. Um, let's see, when did I log back in? It was after he was watching uh, Ted
0: Lasso, by the way, folks. Yeah, and he calls finally. me the fake fan. He calls me the fake fan.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, (laughs) there's never a bad time to watch Ted Lasso. I'm making that an official statement right now. Second of all, I was watching on my phone as I was watching Ted Lasso on my laptop. Double screen action. That's right. Yeah, sure. And then I turned back and I tuned back into the game um, when uh, right after uh, was Jake just struck out Mm -hmm. and then Gino walked, right? I tuned tuned in right when uh, Cal was up. So
0: yeah. I was able to see most of it. So
1: that's good. That's good.
0: Yeah. I'm a I'm a child who, who believes that I might actually affect the game if I if I watch. Uh <laughs> so I I was checking in on game day here and there, you know, and I saw it was three one JP, you know, the three one count on JP, bases loaded, three nothing Astros. I was like, all right, I'm gonna check in a couple minutes I'm just gonna see. And then sure enough, three three, and then I was able to catch the caballero double and the uh the two insurance runs after that so
1: so ty i know we got to go because we got to get this thing up you have to go to bed and sleep off some stuff but i do want to ask you (laughs) i'm going to ask you a question that i'm pretty sure i know the answer to okay Okay. but i'm going to ask you anyways okay rank these three wins
0: oh no okay
1: dylan moore grand slam uh for brooks raley okay abraham toro grand slam against Kendall Graven oh, oh. tonight's one rank those three all three massive come from behind victories or, or well late inning wins against the Astros Which uh, was your favorite? I think I'm I feel like at this point your your brand is kind of, tied yeah, to no, of no, yeah no no the, <laughs> so, the, the,
0: yeah no well, that's literally like the the embodiment of chills is the Abraham <laughs> yeah, Grand, yeah. The Abraham Toro Grand Slam is the is the absolute embodiment of chills so that's yeah. number one uh sure. honestly i'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna put tonight's game last the dylan morgan slam okay. just because of what happened the day after <laughs> it makes it so much funnier <laughs> that they have that amazing comeback and then they trade their like second best reliever best reliever at the time <laughs> to the team yeah. right across the field and the absolute meltdown on twitter and then For it to be followed up by the Abraham Toto Grand Slam a month later off of Kendall Graveman. I mean, chills. Chills.
1: Yeah, I think I would rank them. I think I would go Dylan Moore, because you guys know I love Dylan Moore. Demo one.
0: Super fan. Demo super fan. Sure,
1: right, right. Yeah. Demo stands, rise up. I'm going to go Dylan Moore one, and then I think I'm going to go I'm gonna go tonight too because tonight was actually I almost pulled the cord victory. by the way <laughs> yeah. when, I, when i went back to life i was pulled the cord. oh out. <laughs> boy okay well all right so i'm going i'm going demo grand slam one i'm going tonight to toro three just because the game was zero zero when toro hit his grand slam yeah but the level of irony will always make that one of my favorite home runs of all time
0: like oh it's amazing. So, amazing it's great stuff so top 10 mariners us- moment over the last like <laughs>
1: Five I don't years. Okay. I it's <laughs> it's okay, amazing.
0: It's amazing. I would still I I, I still yeah. watch that to this day.
1: You know what? Honestly, sounds like a good off day episode. We're each gonna rank our top five Mariners moments in the Jerry DePoto era. There wow, go. okay. All there right. you go. Mine are gonna oh, be well, very
0: unhinged. Mine are not only, going to be the popular choices. <laughs>
1: only one moment per game, though.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's fine.
1: Yeah, so you can't have, like, Logan Gilbert dominating the A's and then, like, number one is Cal Raleigh walks off the A's.
0: Let us know yours if you're still watching or listening. Email us at lockedonmariners at gmail.com or leave a comment on this video. Tell us what your five favorite moments in the Jerry DiPoto era are or against the Astros. Five favorite moments against the Astros or just let us know how you would rank those three games that Colby mentioned. (laughs) Just say something in the comments. We want to talk to you. And also, there's going to be a lot of Astros fans down below. I can guarantee you that. So we want to see you representing as well. Yeah, we, we want to see the sailors represented very well down below. Make it happen. All right. we are so we are so going to get yelled at for the length of this episode we never we're never on time we're never on time hey i don't
1: care baby the mariners just beat the astros i don't care let's go i don't care also it's a bonus episode it's a bonus episode let it go if you guys just want to hang out in the comments there's going to be funny ones anyways so even if you don't want to comment check them out because i guarantee you there's going to be some funny ones because astros fans can't help but take the bait it's so easy guys (laughs) It's, it's so easy, easy. It's right easy. here rent free
0: it's very easy it's very easy all right that's gonna do it for our show thank you so much for joining us here on the locked on mariners game show colby pad i'm titan gonzalez be sure to give us a follow on twitter at lo underscore mariners and hey i forgot to mention this but tomorrow afternoon you can catch the game on the mariners hometown broadcast with sirius xm via the sxm app yeah i i, I messed up I messed up. I didn't mention it earlier on, but I needed to at least once. Uh anyway, you can follow me on Twitter at Dane Gonzalez, C-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z and Colby at CPAT11 that's C P A T 1 1. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok as well over at Locked On Mariners. It's one word, Locked On Mariners. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode and thank you again for making us your first listen after the game. Have yourself a beautiful baseball evening and we'll see you next time. Peace.